Hello folks, this is Jason here, and thanks for tuning in to the Santa Banter Podcast. A quick message before we start the episode. The last thing we want is to ruin the Christmas magic for any children out there. We will be discussing some of the -the behind-the-scenes aspects of the Christmas season, so it may not be best for little ears to hear. Parents, we do encourage you to listen though. You might learn a tip or two about making the most wonderful time of year a little more magical. Anyway, on with the episode. And welcome welcome to to Santa Banter. Banter. A podcast for those who love to get dressed up in the big red suit. Hi, my name's Santa Jason. And I am Santa Dave. And this is episode 16, uniforms and accessories, the most important part about being a Santa. Santa Dave, what's one unexpected thing that's in your uniform bag? Oh, there's... there's my favorite one is, is my cooling suit. I Not many people um, use the cooling suits in, in Australia. I think I was one of the first to, to really um, tell Santas that they need to wear these cooling suits. To, uh, so that's my favorite thing in my in my bag because it's the probably the thing that gets me through a long shift, a long, hot shift. Um, so that's my my thing. What about you, Santa Jason? Uh, in my in my bag, I think we mentioned a couple of weeks ago about this. I've always got a few coins in the bottom of the bag, but the other mm. thing is I've always got footy socks in my bag. Always carry a set of footy socks, uh, just in case uh, I wear on set. Just in case mm. they, uh, you know, things ride up. And I've got a few tattoos on my legs, so I'd rather see like a, a coloured footy socks. sock than yeah. than a. Uh, a, a tattoo of of something and the kids like oh Santa's just wearing Santa just wants to be a bit yellow and green today or, or whatever color <laughs> I've got just you know he has a lot of red just just to mix things up a bit you know so uh that's probably I the thing imagine it being fun wearing uh some some like AFL branded socks and then if the kids are talking <laughs> about their footy team say well who do, you, who do you think Santa goes for and pull up the lake oh, be well fun. my local team that I play for uh is is a magpies as much as I don't like the Collingwood magpies that they're, they're a magpie. So black and white stripes. So that kind of gives a nice, um, you know, it's not too, it's not like I'm wearing uh, really out there colors that clash a lot with Santa. So, yeah. um, you know, and then at any time in case I get the call from, from the footy, from a footy club to be like, come and join the AFL. I'm ready to go. I just rock up for training in the Santa suit and launch straight into, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> running laps. <laughs> <laughs> So Santa Dave, this is part two of our chat with Santa Colin, and uh, we're excited that he would come back and join us again. Yeah, if, if everyone hasn't listened to episode 14, uh, which we released a couple of weeks ago from this one, um, Santa Colin is the Santa for me. Uh, he, he was the Santa that came to my wedding. He's We've known each other for a long time. Uh, he's one of the trainers and, and just such a good source of knowledge um of santa uh, and uh yeah we, we we we're welcoming him back santa colin how are you today welcome david welcome jason funny you say about foot, football socks jason yeah one of the stories i love to tell the children is after christmas we like to play sports games and at the north oh. pole we actually play soccer yeah because we can kick the ball across the snow Sure, so, a bit easier. So, 
We actually have several teams at the North Pole. There's Mrs. Claus and the elves. Mm-hmm. Then there's, of course, myself with my reindeers. <laughs> but then there's the polar bears and the penguins. They both have a team. And Frosty also has a team of snowmen. Okay. And that's how we play soccer. And Who's the reigning <laughs> champion, Santa yeah, So we, we have great time after Christmas playing soccer. And if I actually get a young child who likes to play soccer or football, I tell them this, and I'll go, look, maybe once you grow up, you might be able to come to North Pole to play soccer. <laughs> teams. As long as they don't, you're not scared of the polar bears. Because one year, what the polar bears do, they actually come running at you, knocking the ball, and then they stand on their hind legs to get tall to try and scare you. Oh, no. And one year, one the polar bears tripped over and squashed one of the elves into the snow. We all laughed and looked so funny. But um, that's why the elves don't really like playing with the polar bears a lot. It's funny, as you're telling me this story, I'm like, oh, wow, like I'm interested. I'm I'm in. You've sold me. I really believe there is a soccer team. You you think when they grow up, I'm going to play for Santa's soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> so that could be your excuse why you, you're wearing your socks. That's, That's a great a idea. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Santa Colin, do we, we've talked a couple of times on this podcast about, of, uh, about football. Do you, have a, do you have a football team? Do you have a, you know, no. are, you a, are you a sports well, guy on the side? Not really. Not really. Um, I don't mind watching it. My family used to be Eston. Used to be mm. very staunch Essendon player uh, supporters, yeah, yeah. but I I just like to watch football in general. Yeah, yeah. It's a very Santa response. That <laughs> <laughs> look, if the polar, if there was a polar bear team, I probably would vote go with them more than anything. <laughs> go with them. Well, it's uh, well, it's kind of uh, good starting off with uh, with some sport talk because sport uniform, Santa uniform, yeah. Uh, Part of we talked about last time was the fact that you are a trainer and you've trained us along the way. Um, but also part of that is teaching us how to get into Santa uniform and how best to uh, maintain that. So we kind of yeah. wanted to chat on this episode of, about that and, and um, you know, the Santa wisdom you can, you can provide to us. Yeah. Yes. Look, uniforms are probably the most important part, um, but, just remember there's a range of uniforms um in australia we normally only wear the coca-cola style Mm. but when Mm. you start going around the world and different cultures there's a range of uniforms so Mm. if you're doing visiting to different church groups um you might wear the old victorian style long coat Mm. but if it's depending on what countries they are, it may not actually be red. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, over in Russia, there's white. Yeah, right. White coat. What? White. Or there's a light blue Santa jacket. But there's also a naughty Santa that wears a black style jacket too. I saw this the other day. I was having just to browse through Santa costumes and saw a... 
a, a black, a dark one. And I didn't, I thought I'll bring it up today and get so, to it. Um, I think, again, it's over in Russia or it's over in that area. There's a nice Santa and a bad Santa. Uh -huh. They actually do walk around together. <laughs> really unique. Wow. So Santa, and within their own language, they've got a different name and I'm not quite sure what that is. But yeah, it's, it's funny that you, you know, over in other countries and other cultures, there's different Santa uniforms. Yeah. It, it, it's incredible to me why we still don't have an Aussie Santa summer uniform where we are all not sweating out and like we can explain it all together <laughs> instead we're using the, <laughs> the, uh, the, the American ones from, from, you know, that they yeah. use in the winter over there. Yeah. Um, but I reckon 50 years down the track, I reckon we'll start, uh, <laughs> we'll start to change Australian <laughs> well, Christmas it, culture. And, uh, I have a Santa friend in Honolulu. Oh, in Honolulu, right. he is one of the best known Santas in Honolulu. Yeah. His Santa uniform is some Santa board shorts and a shirt. Brilliant. With his cap. Oh, and I love he's that. Well known. That's right up my alley. It'd be, that's his uniform. Yeah. It's a Hawaiian style uniform, and that's what he wears. So Brilliant. there are places where you can change it. Um, yeah. So, which is very interesting. Yeah. Mm. So there's yeah, a, a think, range yeah. of uniforms, just not the standard red uniform, Coca Cola yeah. style. Mm. Um, I have been lucky. My Mrs. Claus is a seamstress by trade. Mm. Oh, wow. And she has just completed my first. Victorian style long jacket mm. with a vest. So oh, I, I didn't have vests. the jacket with a vest on. Um, so I may do some visits somewhere and I'll go in that style or I can go with the vest with a workshop apron where mm. I can visit oh. like a kinder yeah. and I can wear an apron and just say i have come straight from the workshop to visit you and that way in the kinder if i get paint because the kids are painting or i sit mm. down and eat food with them it's not yep. going to damage a nice suit yeah and it looks great because again logically the kids know santa is from a workshop yeah yep. so so it's great so and, and you can all, then Sorry, sorry, uh, Colin. Um, it all comes down to your imagination. Um, don't pigeonhole yourself in one style. Think about where Sandra comes from, what he does, and the type of people you might go and visit. Yeah. Because you can then, like, like Dave was saying, you can really be flexible with that. Because if you've got, say, your Santa outfit, you could drop the jacket, put the the vest the, a, a white shirt and yeah. suspenders or or, yeah. or vest and suspenders and the overalls you could drop some yeah. of the some of the stuff with you know just by changing that narrative slightly to that's that right yeah. your... i i actually I, at the one of the shopping centers i work at i've actually done breakfast with santa in my workshop apron mm. so that the the families could get two style photos mm. they can get a photo oh, yeah. during breakfast with santa as myself wearing the workshop apron 
and that way yep. touching food and all that and that didn't make any difference and we got that photo and then when we started doing normal photos i was in my santa uniform so, so they can get two different style photos which is good yeah that that's that is good um really provides that that different center experience uh, and the reason that you know people will come back to you years after year after year after year because you, you know you've got the the difference they've got the different photos you provided a good personable experience um and everything like that <clears throat> so that's that's brilliant uh Speaking of all the uniform, we'll talk about the the standard Santa uniform. And for those of you that are listening, there's uh, there's the the one that you'll if you're working for another company, you'll get provided with usually a heavier, um, really high quality suit, fully lined, everything like that. Um, if you're looking to buy to you know become your own Santa, you buy one. There's lots of websites you can import them from America if you want a high quality one. I Personally, I've just ordered a couple of different ones from Australian websites that are supposed to be, you know, a little bit cool, like partially lined or no lining at all, that kind of stuff. And they, they're nowhere near the quality of the American ones. So, um, but let's, let's, let's chat about those ones for a second. Yep. There's some maintenance that needs to be done with them uh, to mm. make sure that they don't go pink or they don't uh, get catched, like the zipper mm. can still work and things like that. What, what are your maintenance tips, Colin? Look. Maintenance of any suit, no matter where you get it from, is probably the most important part. Um, find a great dry cleaner who knows what they're doing and has yeah. probably done a Santa suit before um, because that's probably where the biggest downfall is. Um, if the dry cleaner hasn't got good understanding how to do it, but if it's the first time it's been dry cleaned, tell them. This yeah, hasn't yeah. been dry cleaned before because there's a high chance then the, especially the red will run. Mm. And that's yeah. when you get the problem with your white fur. Um, mm. I think that's where a lot of sounds go wrong. They just have either washed it themselves because they've been in a hurry mm. or taken it to somewhere where it has been maintained properly. And that can be very upsetting because once it's pink, it's very hard to get that redness out of it. Mm. Um, you know, so if to get your own suit to buy one, you are going, and depending on what what you're doing, you know, mm. if you're only going to do one session a year, yes, a cheaper suit might get away. Mm. And look, I probably wouldn't not spend under $150 on a suit that you might only use once, maybe twice a year. If you can actually plan to do a lot, I'd be looking around the $500 mark. And in Australia, there are some great sites to buy them. Mm -hmm. If you really, really want to outlay some money and buy the top end suit, there's only one place to go. And that's America to Adele's in Hollywood. Mm. But you have to remember these suits are made for the American winter, yeah. not mm. the Australian summer. Yeah. But they are the world's top suits, Adele's from Hollywood. Yeah, they, they are, there's there's something different about them. When I wear the the ones from Adele's, they yeah they're just 
really transform you into Santa. You don't feel like a, a fraud. You feel like the real deal. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I've tried on the ones that I've ordered. You know, I spent $200 each on them. And yeah. the, the, the players right. returned the worst one, yeah. and I'm returning both of them because they just don't stand up to that quality. Yeah. I'm going to buy a suit, especially from Australia. Mm. Um, I think in pretty well every state there is somewhere where you can get some. Yeah. I would probably go to their store and mm. try them on. Mm. Yeah. Um, then just buying it straight off the internet. I think yeah. I would rather yeah. have a look at them, check the fabric, make sure they're what you're looking for and what yeah. you're going to do. You know? Yeah. Um, like I said, if you're only doing one or two, you might be happy to have the thinner suit as long as you maintain it. Yeah. They'll last you for a long time yes yeah so yeah it's an investment it is a, a investment into multiple years of it is yes you know the one my wife has just made me i plan on using that for at least seven ten years yeah. because mm. we got the heavy fabric we've mm. lined it with silk on the inside it's mm. designed for the long term mm. which is great but I've got asked to do a couple. Oh, sorry, Colin, you finish here. But the suit's only part of it, though, isn't it? Yeah. The other part yeah. of being Santa is your beard. Um, a lot of our beards. <laughs> trying to make me cry, Colin. Are you trying to make me cry now? I've got no beard. Santa, well, Santa Jason's just had to shave off his beard for um, <laughs> mask wearing purposes for COVID, so he's uh, he's not not too happy about it. <laughs> he's pretty upset. For those of you that don't know, Santa Jason had a big black, like heavy metal beard, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it would have been perfect to you know bleach and get ready for Santa. He's he's not not too happy about it, and I'm yeah. I you know I'm not there. I can't grow out a big beard yet, so I need a few more years. But so it, to make up for that, we have the designer, the fake beards. Yeah. They're then they're, they're not too bad, and I've heard the argument before that they're. As long as the other Santas you're working with, if you're in the same areas of the Santas, if they're all wearing the fake beards, that's that becomes Santa for yeah. the kids. They don't it know does. the difference. It does. Look, but there's nothing I, like a real beard. <laughs> the designer beards are great nowadays. They're yeah. really great. Um, and I'm not quite sure what the price range is because, of course, mm. I don't need one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you can get some great beards just from within Australia yeah, or again from overseas. Um, there is a company over in Japan that probably sells some of the best ones out. Alahuma mm. mm -hmm. Yak Hair. Yeah, Yak Hair. Yak Hair is probably some of the top range, but you can mm -hmm. actually get actual um, people hair beard yeah. that are designed. And they are good, or you can even go higher and get glue-on beards, mm. which oh wow, it takes a bit more time to get yourself ready, but it looks real. Yeah, you cannot tell any difference from them, and you get you get the benefits of being able to speak properly without you know. Yeah, that's right. Will be like a real having a real beard, and yeah. yeah see, my problem. I looked at the. I've, I've been looking a lot this year. Um, because I'm doing a few marketplaces and stuff like that towards December. And I wanted, you know, I wanted to start investing in my Santa future. Mm. <laughs> so I've been looking at yeah, Santa costumes, but also the beards and the yak ones look great. 
Oh, um, a lot of the places sell them quite yellow. They're yellowy. Um, they need a little bit of maintenance to make them that white um, beard. But yeah, I've looked at the the human hair ones as well and the glue on ones. But my problem is I have the real a real beard and I'm not ready to shave that off yet. So I need one that has the straps on it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, beads are a long term investment. Yeah. No matter which way you go, be it yak hair, personal hair, or glue on. Yeah. Um, the glue on normally has a little netting on the inside. And you have to maintain them severely. Yeah. Because the netting falls apart, the bed falls apart, mm. but they look nice. So mm. if you're going to be Santa, it is an investment that you're going to want to pay and to have a great season each year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also the storage of all your suits and beds also. For when you're mm. not wearing them is also important. Yeah, mm. keeping them nice and folded because yeah. I know certainly I've, uh, I've set, put mine in my bag, come back and without folding it, if I've rushed off set, yeah. come back and it's all wrinkled and yeah. not nice. <laughs> um, but, you know, just let your fingers do your walking and I'm sure you'll find some places or even if you're on some of the Facebook groups with Santa's, uh, put a post, and I'm sure someone will answer your question for you. Get some recommendations, yeah. yeah. Recommendations, which is great. Which, which that's you know, we brought you here to ask you a few of these questions and get a few recommendations yeah. on yeah. on this sort of stuff. And another thing which I find really interesting, and I've tried to incorporate into my Santa character, Santa personality, I suppose, is some accessories and some little bits and pieces that that go along that may not be crucial for a standard photo, but if you get the chance to tell a story with a child or a child might be a little bit, uh, you know, active and kind of mm. really overstimulated and things that you can then put in their hand or show them or, mm. or what sort of things have you got as part of yours and what things can you recommend that we might not have thought of that are great to help build the, the Santa mythology around getting the photo? I think probably one of the main things I have is my Santa key. Mm. Now, mm. I've actually gone to a Christmas store to get this key. So it's readily available to the public. And a lot of parents do get them and they'll leave them out front of their door. Mm. And that's what they'll tell their children. This, this key is a magic key for Santa to use. Mm. So I can have the same key as them, but I've modified mine by putting a red crystal on the oh. back of it. So it's different from the one they have. Yeah. So if a child comes to see me, I'll go, here's my magic key. And they'll go, I've got one of them at home. Yes, you have, but that's only for your home. Mm. Mm. Have a look at this magic crystal. This crystal is a, the North Pole crystal. And this gives it the power to only open everyone's doors that I when I drop presents off, and it only works on Christmas Eve though. Brilliant. So you don't have to leave your doors or windows unlocked. <laughs> and by by modifying it, it's different to everyone else's. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there's a range of stuff out there that you can personalize for yourself. Yeah. It's it's funny the need for a key is is 
something that I never even considered as a child growing up because yeah. growing up in England, it's all we are, all have chimneys. There's like a chimney yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So that was the you know the Santa norm. Mum and dad will put some. Oh, sorry, Santa will put some uh, some footprints around with some soot <laughs> and like all that kind of stuff. Would be very sooty and yeah. snowy down the the bottom yeah. of the chimney. But yeah, in Australia, obviously, like, yeah. there's not too but, many chimneys. So that magic key that does it. And yeah. uh, but the other thing myself, though is. Yeah. The other thing also is magic dust. Mm. I'm sure you've all heard Santa having magic dust. Yeah, I know yeah, yeah. of a Santa in another state. Each year he makes his own magic dust mm. and it's in a little sack. And when he shakes it, you can actually see glitter fall mm. out of this. Oh, so that is a great like idea. Magic dust. And yeah. the kids love it. Yeah, you can get, you can get to, some really good glitter, like the biodegradable, like good, good for the yeah. environment glitter that's really small, like re- smaller than your like your artsy glitter, and that looks like the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So again, this is just a prop that he uses each year, and yeah. when he's telling his story, he can grab this and he has it on his side hip. He can actually unclip and go, "Look, magic dust," Brilliant. and the kids believe it because they can yeah. see it yeah yeah and a lot of your stories if you can give them something that they can see yeah it is more believable and one of the other props i've been using probably for the last two years now is a naughty list <laughs> my, my belief is all children are on the good list no matter what yeah right but children misbehave. We know they do. They're children. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a scroll. And on that scroll is a list of names. And it's their Christian name. And a letter for the surname. Then it's got a state. So the chance of me finding a Jason G in Victoria, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> But if it does, I can always say, oh, that Jason is up at Swan Hill or somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So I can always, I've got an option to palm it off to say somewhere else. And your, your <laughs> naughty list is brilliant. I, you know, you gifted me with one a couple of years ago and I use it all the time. It's always in my pocket, ready to go. And yeah. just it gives you that little extra thing that, you know, the kid, because yeah. the, the nicest and naughty list always come up as well. And, you know, bring it out. No, I can't see your name here this year. You know, if you think that you might be on it or you think you're getting close to it, you know, just, you know, work, work and help out at home and, yes. and uh, yes. just to make sure you don't, your name doesn't yeah. appear here. And, like, yeah. That's what I do. I'll always yeah. say, and it's always today's naughty list. It's not the yeah. list we made last week. And quite often ah. I will say to my helpers, do you have today's naughty list? And they'll give it to me and I'll just slowly unroll it. And you'll see in the kid's face, they go, what have I done wrong? What have I done wrong? (laughs) And and then I'll go, look, I'm pretty sure you're on the nice list, but what I need you to do is probably just pick up all your toys. Yeah. Yeah. Or clean your bedroom. And you can see in the parent's face go, yes, that's a great idea. Thank you. (laughs) So, you know, just something like that. And it just, it reinforces a bit of responsibility into the children. Mm. And the parents mm. love that, which is really important. Yeah. And it's a, a bit of fun. 
So, <laughs> I strongly believe all children are good in one yes. sense. So, yeah, yeah. And if you if you don't have access to a, a naughty list, uh, you know, an actual prop, um, the you know the go to is always like, oh, I only remember kids' names. That, you know, if, if it comes to you, do you remember my name? And yeah. am I on the naughty list? Oh, I only remember kids that are on the naughty list. So, yep. I only remember I kids are on a good list. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of the elves to look after the, the Norley scroll. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um yeah. I've also had a Santa who has had a naughty list and he'll say, as I was getting him out of my sleigh, Rudolph stepped on it and tore it all up. So I'm not actually not sure if you're on the naughty list. So Ooh. what we'll do, if you can promise me you'll be good and do something at home. I will make sure your name goes on the good list. That's a good, yeah. So you don't actually have to have a scroll, a, a list. You can make, give a story of saying it got damaged when you came to see him. Yeah. Yep. So you can just yep. be on the nice list anyway. Yeah. And we put them on the nice list. <laughs> so, so with, uh, we, we talked about, um, the the getting a good quality uniform and that's important we talked about some of these accessories and, and like you mentioned you believe that all kids are on the on the good list which dave and i have talked a bit about this in a couple of episodes before yeah. what are some big no-no hard nose with the uniform and with the character uh as well but in in you know obviously we can have a bit of fluidity in the uniform. You can wear, you know, red shorts and a Santa Hawaiian shirt if you're doing a real casual, mm. more adulty thing, you know. But what are some hard nose uh, with the Santa uniform and the character? Um, just make sure it's well maintained, not torn. You know, when you sit down, it it does move. Last thing you want to see is a bit of skin, especially your legs. So mm-hmm. make sure it goes down into your boots or over your boots. Um, that it's always done up. I don't want to see a bit of your chest or anything. Um, <laughs> and just watch all your threads that it doesn't get torn. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Won't probably happen this year, but in the past years where people have sat with you, they can actually get their jewellery or something caught in your suit. Yep. So or even worse, the beard. Yes. The last thing you want, especially them. if you're a designer Santa, you don't mm-hmm. want a parent or someone ripping your beard off in front of children. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Which is important. Yeah. The best tip I've always had for that is always go with them. You know, if a kid's pulling or something's caught, you go with them rather than pulling away to try and yeah. get yourself on yeah. court. Um, Figure it out with your hands. <laughs> the other thing with your suit, especially your pants, so mm. they don't fall down, you know, especially if you're walking around, you're going back somewhere, wear braces, wear yeah. braces. Yeah. You may not need to because you think they're tight around you, Wear braces just so you know the pants don't fall down. Yeah. Um, and they fit. They fit the, the uniform. They fit the they aesthetic do. too. They do. That's, yeah. that's a great yeah. one. Um, but also just wear a T-shirt and shorts yeah. just to absorb your perspiration. Yeah. Mm. You don't want to see perspiration coming through your suit. No. Yeah, great point. 
That's right. Um, and, and I guess the, the same thing goes with, with this cleaning stuff, you know, the bit of Febreze. If you, yeah, you know, Febreze, you sweat. Febreze is a magic stuff because yeah. it just gets rid of that smell long yeah. as you air it overnight. Um, yeah. And and that's probably one of the other things. If you are using it on a daily basis, you do need to air it. Yeah. Um, if you take it home, just air it in the land room and yeah. just make sure you pick everything up before you, you go back to your next yeah. somewhere or visit. Yeah. Um, uh, and and you you do take some of your if you're doing it daily you do take some of your uniform home oh. anyway like for your gloves you always need to wash your yeah. gloves like gloves mm. get filthy if you don't wash yeah. them every night so yeah. there's things like that anyway you've got to do yeah methods. I went through my gloves and I've purchased about two dozen gloves from mm. the state yeah good idea um, so I have around two dozen or more yeah um, I've went through my gloves. And I think I threw out at least six pairs. Mm. Just they don't last. No. So, yeah. You know, it it's good to get buy your own gloves also. Yeah. Um, and make make sure they're long, because quite often when you put your hand up to wave, the arm of your suit falls down. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's one of the things you don't want to see skin. Now I no. did get a Santa tell me that they were going to go to a bike store. I think he said. In some bike stores, you can get a white sleeve that bike riders wear. Yeah, I haven't for, seen the sun, for sun protection. I um, yeah. you can go to golf stores and get them too. That's what I, I use. Uh, they're for golf sun protection, yeah. and they're just like just a literal white sleeve that you put above the glove, and it just gives you that extra bit of protection. So, so yeah. that is probably something I will look into for sure. Yeah, because yeah, that way, glove that sun protection, so the chance of putting your hands up you know i think that's a great way great idea also yeah 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 because not all the suits you know necessarily yeah. stay up on the sleeve some have the, yeah. the elastic there yeah. but they don't always no that's that's some really good tips thanks yeah. santa colin the, the 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 big one for you obviously uh being a a you know <laughs> real bearded santa is is the, the the beard maintenance and there's a lot of santas out there that you know are trying to grow out their beards and trying to get them bleached and do all this stuff What's the process like for you to, to make your beard Santa-y? I, I normally are a very dark-haired Santa, mm. right? So approximately early September is when I start. I don't like starting any later. Yeah. Um, I probably have more hair maintenance type stuff here than the wife does. <laughs> I have my, you know, my, my own hair dry, my own shampoo, you know, and a range of other makeup stuff. Um, I will start bleaching early September and I only bleach every two weeks minimum. Um, I have seen Santas who bleach shorter time and they wake up one morning and they have pox of hair laying on the Mm. pillow. Bleaching actually kills your hair. That's what bleaching does. Yeah. Um, very hard to find a hairdresser that will bleach a beard mm. because the dangers of bleaching is chemical blistering. Mm. Yep. Um, I was lucky my youngest daughter had done her hairdressing qualifications. Ah. And back in about 2013, I think it was, 
I made the decision, I'm going real beard. And I said, will you bleach my beard? And she goes, uh, yeah, all right. And we done it. <laughs> and about next year, I started doing it myself and I've been doing it by myself every time. Yeah. I'm lucky I've got access to a hair, hairwear supplier, wholesaler, yeah. who actually sells to hairdressers. So I can buy my stuff at wholesale price. Mm. Fantastic. I will probably spend around $200 per year on, yeah. on bleaching, hair conditioning, hair shampoo, and some other bits and pieces. Yeah. So wow. I've but it's worth it, mate. It's looking great. Oh, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. I've noticed this year on a couple of Australian Santa sites, there is now starting to become a lot more Santas that bleach, which is great mm. to see. Yes. Mm. But you have to maintain it. Yeah. Um well, we were talking with when we were talking to Santa Wick from America a couple of weeks ago, they were saying that the, the big movement in America is is all real bearded Santas. Oh now. yes. yes. Barely any designer mm. bearded Santas. And so it's big over there. And I think we'll probably start to see the same in Australia too. Um, it's kind of caught on. Like you said, there's, there's been lots of people recently. We've seen in the Facebook group getting bleaching their beards for the first time and, and growing them out. And, um, yeah. When yeah. I, so, back in 2013, 2014, and probably up to 15, to my knowledge, I was the only Santa bleaching. Mm. But yeah, I think in the last two years, it's now becoming norm. Yeah. Um, but it is a risky business. Um, I've probably blistered my lips twice. Oh no. Luckily it was before I was actually starting on set. Mm. Yeah. Um, I blistered them to the point that I had to watch what I was eating. Mm. Um, I know of a Santa over in America that had actual bleach into his ear and it's dried. And when he had a shower the next day, bleach reactivated. And because bleach kind of explodes when it's bleaching, it's damaged his eardrum. Oh. So it is a subject you need to be very careful doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Really uh, careful. Watch it some, looks watch great. Some, there's some, there's some uh, tutorials online oh. you can watch and things like that. Yeah. There is several tutorials. Um, that you can have a look at. Yeah. And that is probably why a lot of hairdressers won't do beards because your lips, your cheeks, your eyes are very yeah. soft tissue that can blister severely if done wrong. Yeah. So. yeah. But it's no, it's but yeah. I was gonna say there's um there's a lot of people at the moment that yeah, if if they if they've got the salt and pepper beards, you know, they're yeah. a bit older but don't want to bleach. Yeah. There's um I've seen that there's the, the yeah. white grease um paint that's going around at the moment. That's apparently really good to mm. just give your beard a little bit of a, a whitening. There is some well. great products out there for that. Especially mm. um if you bleach, you can still do your mustache mm. or because I'll only bleach every two weeks. In the last week, you'll actually see regrowth coming through. Use yeah. that type of product. You can just brush that on. And yeah. it's lovely. It's, there's some great products out there mm. for you. Yeah. It's just yeah. Well, when, looking. When I can grow my beard back at a, at a Santa length, I'll definitely be using those when I'm back on the chair. 
yeah. in the meantime, designer beard is the is the best option. <laughs> look, I I do love designer beards. I think they look good because have a look back in history. That's all there was. So yeah. in mm. history, the the image of Santa is designer beard. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. In the movies, you'll always see real beard Santas because that's movie. But if you go back in history, it's designer beard. Yeah. And that's the image of Santa. Really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just you have to maintain them, get the curls out of them, so you're not Shirley Temple. <laughs> and they look lovely. They really do, do look very nice. Design. They do. It's, it's it, they're, 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 you know you got to maintain them too with a brush and uh, you know some talcum powder and, and stuff, baby powder and things like that as well to maintain. Because I know that sometimes when I've given mine a brush down, it starts to be buffy and it actually starts to like become this big yeah, circle yeah. around my head. The, the other good so thing they're hard to maintain. The other good thing about bleaching, I spent a couple of year months bleaching white mm. after Christmas. I can choose what color hair I want to be. <laughs> so I can go brown, a darker color. So I can change my appearance each year, which is great. You're going green this year. Yes, yes. <laughs> I actually have heard someone do that bleaching. They used a metal bowl. And that is one of the big no-nos of your bleaching. Mm. You don't use yeah. a metal bowl because of chemical reaction. And yeah. you can actually end up making your beard go green. Green beard. Yeah, yeah. Well, Santa Colin, we really look forward to seeing your green beard, whether intentionally or unintentionally (laughs) after Christmas. Maybe you can get a nice, good uh, red, white, and green Santa-themed dye job through it afterwards. But we uh, we really appreciate your time today and your ability to make us not only laugh but enthralled in the Santa stories that you tell. It's it's such a pleasure. Yes. Look, all I can say is if you haven't done sand before, seriously think about it. Mm. I think mm. it's it's probably one of the best jobs you can ever do to see the excitement, the joy, but not just of the kids, of the adults. Mm. There is so many adults who just hang out for Christmas and get so excited. And it's not an easy job it is probably one of the hardest jobs because of the job that you have to be for the four hours five hours that you're working you have to stay in that routine yeah yeah and be prepared to answer any question that is thrown at you and it's great it's really probably the best job i think (laughs) yeah agreed agreed But well, on that note, unless there's any last uh, last notes to make, we might do our uh, ho 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 wrap up, Dave. Yep, I'm happy to count it down. You ready? Three. Santa Colin. Oh, thanks so much, Santa Colin. We'll do an official official thank you very much. And if there's someone specific that can reach out to you, is do you have a particular website or an email that people can hit you up for more questions if they if they something specific you said? At the moment, I. I'm in the process of setting all that up, but um, yeah. I'm sure if they contact yourself or David, very welcome for you to pass my contact details on. Okay. And I'm happy to assist anyone with anything I can. And that's the most important thing about Santa's. We tend to, we're 
a big family and yeah. we'll always be here to help each other spot on we are one big family that, yeah literally help each other out and always just the, supporting each other and yes. helping each other so it's yeah it's fantastic to see uh okay look we're gonna go uh, <laughs> gonna give it to another countdown not too early this time here we go <laughs> three two one ho, ho, ho. Oh, 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 oh. thank you so much santa colin Thanks, Santa Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys. Have a lovely Christmas. If you'd like to get in touch, we are Santa Banter Podcast at gmail.com or search Santa Banter Podcast on Facebook or Instagram.